Hello and welcome to episode 69 of How About This? Happy New Year! Bitches. Sixty-nine. I know, sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Oh, you finally got I've to been say saving s- it, and it happens at the start of the new year. Oh, you're starting the year with well, sixty-nine. With just lowering the tone for yep. 2016. Lowering the bar. It can only go up from here. <laughs> that that's a euphemism oh, for your penis. <laughs> that's generally the thing. Yeah. Okay. All yep. right. Welcome yeah. to 2016. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> <laughs> this year was made for you. It is. It's all about me. And your bass tones. <laughs> I'm all about the bass. All about the bass. No trebles? Uh, i got plenty of trebles. <laughs> uh, so we're recording this uh, a little bit early. Uh, we've got this one in the bank nice and early, but yeah. we are recording it uh, in order. We're back. Uh, those of you who have been listening to the podcast know we got a little bit disjointed. We recorded oh. out of order, but we're back in business. Yeah. We no longer have to do mental gymnastics to oh keep our God. story straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so well done, us. Well done, and uh, yeah. So we're this is our first podcast of the year, first podcast of January, and traditionally, uh, I think we did this last time. Our, be- <laughs> our best of. We've done it once before. Well, that's a tradition. We're it's, building on a it tradition. Is. It's the beginning of a tradition. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we cause if we do it this time, it's a tradition. It's a tradition. Yeah. We're making by by doing it right now. We're making it a, a tradition. Yeah. Sixty nine. <laughs> Uh, So we're going to uh, spend this podcast talking about our best ofs for 2015. Yeah. Uh, I I think uh, Sexties was Carl's best of pun for uh, (laughs) for 2015. He didn't didn't even get to use it though. He he foreshadowed its use. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Um, enough. And then he saved it for 2016. So come 2017 when we're doing this. Uh, welcome, people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining us, starting your podcast, your year off with it. Oh, you know what? I'll find and source out a new podcast. Welcome. Welcome to How About This? Yeah, where we set the tone very low and we only we sink further yeah. than you we ever see thought we could. if it's possible to go <laughs> No, lower. we're pretty highbrow, guys. Uh, well, I'd like to think we're, we're tone, we're, we've got a tonal range. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sometimes we're low, sometimes we're high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes we're right in the middle. Sometimes we're, we're, we're in the groinal area. Yeah. Sometimes we're <laughs> cerebral, guys. Yeah, yeah that's sometimes, right. Sometimes we're, we're from the heart. Oh. We've got it. We've got it all going. We we'll cover all the major organs. Yeah. Um. Yep. In this podcast. <laughs> nice. Heart, mind, groin. It's all covered. It's in all how covered. about this? How about this groin? Uh, no. How about this organ? That's what we should call our <laughs> podcast. How about this organ? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anus. We, there's a lot of poo stuff. Oh uh, yeah, there often is. We've tried yep. to. We've really tried to filter that out. Yeah. We filter it out. <laughs> which is a messy oh. business. We use muslin. <laughs> Cheesecloth. <laughs> uh. So uh, right. shoot your hand and slap your face, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um, International insult from episode sixty something. Yeah, no. But oh, where's it from? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Italy, Italy. Yeah. Hey. That's um, cool. And please, please address me this year as Lord of Donkey Balls. Okay, Lord of Donkey. <laughs> Balls. I am Lord of Donkey Balls. Uh, episode sixty nine. There's yes. s- scant few number facts with sixty nine. I think yeah. because people avoid the number because it has because obviously it has it's the sexual, sexual position. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so people try to avoid, I guess, relating themselves to yeah. that. To yeah. That. So it's, it's the summer of 69. Yeah, yeah. 
Summer of 69. That's... With Brian, Brian Adams? Summer of yeah, yeah. 69. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sing it to I had to sing it. it. I was like, yeah. surely he wouldn't have caught it, but he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, it was a hu- that was huge because that was like the end of the... It's not even in here. Really? It's not even really? on Wikipedia. What? I think maybe Brian Adams has had Got a war in. with Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're They've deleted him. any reference yeah. to Brian Adams. You don't at exist all. on the internet, Brian Adams. You know who you know who instigated that? What? Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> he wants people to get confused with uh, How how annoyed would you be if you were Ryan Adams? Surely you would have changed your names. He's stuck with it. So everyone now at some point have gone, have you heard that song by Ryan Adams? Brian Adams? Mm-hmm. No, Ryan, Ryan Adams. Adams. Yeah. Or when he's playing gigs, play Summer 69. Shut up, I'm it- Ryan Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I only do covers of Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and theme songs for TV shows. This? Yeah, he did California for OC. Oh, nice. Oh, right. It's Ryan, Ryan Adams. This yeah, made no. it into Wikipedia. 69 is the number that Bill and Ted were thinking of when talking to their future selves. Spoilers. In um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. True. And Jason is wearing... I'm wearing a Bill and Ted t-shirt today. Right wow. Yeah. It's the same episode. That's the same t-shirt you were wearing two episodes back. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cycle, guys. I only have seven t-shirts. <laughs> Uh, and that's basically it for uh, number 69. It's the sex position. It's in Bill and Ted because of the sex position. That's yeah. the only reason they said 69. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but 1969 in Australia. Dinner for two. <laughs> mm. Is that like the bingo call? 69, <laughs> 69 din- dinner, dinner for two. two. That's like pretty raunchy for bingo. Yeah. They don't, they don't mind getting a little blue. Yeah. Blue yeah. rinse. Um, I like just... <laughs> that you just wait patiently? I'm not, like no one You've no, got number facts. Yeah, no, number facts. We're waiting for them. And, yeah. just, and you just wait patiently. Yeah, There's of like, course. We know what's no, coming. No one speak. Because <laughs> uh, so, you're looking at your phone, you're flicking through it wildly. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping, that, hoping that someone will fill in the blanks. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, you need to do the stretch. Carl, somewhere. when was the last time you 69'd? Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll just quickly find anything. I'll, I'll just, find anything. I'll try to help. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. This is what happens when I leave you guys to your own devices. Uh, the Violet Town ra- Railway disaster oh, in February really? 1969. Wow. That right. sounds awful. Wow. Or was it someone like in Unbreakable trying to find... Um, a superhero. Trying superhero. to find a superhero. Find their nemesis. The passenger train Southern Aurora collides head on with a oh. freight train on the new the How new does that Melbourne happen? To, well yeah. it was the new Melbourne to Sydney train line maybe they hadn't got all their signals worked out got the well, lights going they on just yet. guys we just realized we put down one track yeah but considering that um uh the passenger train collided head on with a freight train yeah only nine people killed <laughs> I, I feel like, like only well I feel like you would expect more dead people. How many people on the train? I guess train? I didn't tell you how many, what the speed was. Maybe there were yeah. only nine people on That's the train. That's true. Maybe everyone died. Everyone died. 100% fatality. It was the new train line. Not many people realised that it was up and operational. Up and right, yeah, yeah. Um, the freight train was just full of freight. So Jeez. that's only got, what, two people on it? Yeah. Um, all right. So maybe it was 100% casualty rate, but only <laughs> nine people died. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll take it all back. That was a disaster. A 100% disaster. of people on this train died. So now I know two things about Violent Town. Violent. Violent, Violent Town. Town. That and that band from the early 2000s with uh, the brother and sister. With uh, Killing, Killing Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew you'd know it if I said those things. You did know. You had a lot of faith. Ben Mendelsohn was born. I got to meet Ella Hooper this in year. In Violet Town? No, in 1969. Uh, you met Ella Hooper in, yeah. one, in one of your ama- television television jaunts? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I was making a pilot. She yeah. was part of it. Yeah. And she was super lovely. You were making out with a pilot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was nice. playing a pilot. Oh. I was playing a pilot and making out with Ella Hooper. <laughs> Oh. Hang on, what? No, uh, no. She was no. The pilot. I was in a television pilot, and she was part of it. it was a, it was like a murder mystery? Show. It was called <laughs> Killing Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I saw her like a few weeks later in a cafe. Yeah. And she like came up and totally did the like high kisses and stuff. And I wow. was like, oh, she didn't snub you. No, she was like, it wasn't I was fully expecting snub. snubs. Uh, it wasn't just know. a green room, um, no, green just, room friendship. No. It, it extended into real life. It extended wow. into cafes and stuff. And I was like, wow. me, the hoops, you know, <laughs> whatever. Wow. We got, yeah, we're, we're, we're buddies. We're buddies. Uh, Australian spin bowler Shane Warne was born in 1969. Oh, yeah, that's the perfect year for him to be born. It yeah, is, yeah. isn't it though? Yeah, it yeah. is. Classic. Kate Blanchett, 69, yep. born in 69. 14th of May. She's a Taurus, just like me. Oh, day before my son's birthday. Ah, oh. Kate Blanchett's done it, hasn't she? Like, like made it, like, made it, like oh, fully legit. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure she's had sex. I'm pretty sure she's had sex. Possibly even 69. <laughs> you guys are in the gutter. I guess it is episode 69, so I'll allow it. <laughs> and we're starting the year. I know. Are so you we are. Gotta, we have to start somewhere. Which means I have to. St- I guess. Yeah. The only way is up. Yeah. No, I mean or, like full on spiraling like headlong down. into it. <laughs> guys, there's a new crevice here. Let's go explore this. <laughs> I mean, like done it Crevis. all. I mean, done it all. She's Not done sexually. It all. Like you know, she's in the in the industry. She's just done it. Her bucket list is ticked off. Every single. Thing, yeah, she's, yeah. Done, she's done it, and she's done everything so well. She's done it in, yeah, very, very. She's just, she's got poise. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's well described. Yeah, yeah I would she's got poise. But and 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 a husband that you're just like what? Andrew Upton and Andrew Upton. Yeah, like he's got he's got theatre creds, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's a writer yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got artistic cred. Yeah, yeah. turtle artistic cred. Yeah, and she's not into image, so no. Yeah, not at all. So he gets super lucky. He gets super lucky early on, back in the day, <laughs> before before she went boom. But I was I was saw I I, I was watching Elizabeth the uh, the, movie the movie she was in. Yes, and she's fucking nails it. Like yeah, it's just, yeah. You, Oscar winning performance. Class, yeah. Grace. Uh, hats off to her. That was her first vulnerability. Role. Yeah, For, yes. I think that's uh, it was a, it was a great role. Yeah. Uh, and it foreshadowed uh, car- the career to come. Jeffrey yeah. Rush is also very good in that. Yeah. In, in Elizabeth. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. As the kind of spider. And she's yeah. probably now. Um, I wonder how she's going to go. I feel like she might transcend that. Um, she's a Meryl Streep, I reckon. Yeah, I, th- I think she's got the Meryl Streep's about yeah. her. I think she might transcend that thing where they, they the, the roles dry up. I think yeah, she she's might. she's going to age through it. She's not going to be. And kind of like a, Angelina Jolie, there are actresses that don't get. Relegated to just being wives and yeah. and mums. Yeah. She, I can't yeah. see Kate Blanchett becoming one of those roles. Well, she, she's all she's already played a vast range of ages as well. Yeah, which I think it, you know helps. Like she's not stereotyping herself. You know mm. what I mean? True. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, that's all. That's all I wanted to say about Kate Blanchett. That's we, all I've we got, got for nine. Sometime. That's so all I got for nine sixty nine. Yeah. Nice. Hey, uh, best ofs. Best of for uh, 2015. What yeah. should we start with? It's a um, tradition. Let's kick, let's <laughs> kick off this tradition. The, how about this tradition continues All right, with the off. best of list for 2015? Well, let's start off with something light, shall okay. we? Do it. Uh, how I many? Mean, how many of them are going to be dark? Uh, uh, You're the best of it. Yes. Terminal diseases. <laughs> Your best dark moments. <laughs> the best moment where you can contemplate the memo. You didn't yeah. get that, uh, that I sent through. You best crank of nine of 2015. <laughs> Best cry and masturbate of, of 2015. Last night! <laughs> Last night. <laughs> right God. now! That's why he's so happy today. Uh, let's start with something like uh, podcasts. Podcasts. Podcasts that you've listened to and enjoyed over the course of the year. Now, we should phrase this as well at the head, because uh, 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 I think it's only fair. We're not, we're not all super contemporary with our stuff, so no. this may be stuff that came out in 2015, or it may be stuff that we discovered and yeah, enjoyed totally. yeah. in 2015. Absolutely. So if we say something and you're like, that came out in 2014, 
Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what this podcast is about. It's not about your that. facts and your figures. It's, it's just about... trying to share what we enjoy with you. You're the type of people who don't believe that 63 is a prime number. And we say, boo to you. <laughs> Okay, so now that that's out of the way... I didn't even get angry then. <laughs> you guys got angry for me. Uh, so, uh, okay, so the All right, podcast. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I'll start for this one. Yeah, yes. Uh, my favourite ones this year... Uh, have been uh, three podcasts yep. uh, I've got a, uh, uh, that I uh, that I keep coming back to. Should we just um, say ours is okay? We don't need to t- say that it's ours. It's just a gimme. That's yeah, ours. Of course, of course, ours is our number one. <laughs> number how about one. this? How about this? Yeah, those uh, guys are great in all categories. Mm. How about this? How, is about, my favorite. how about this? <laughs> Science? How about this? How about this? Uh, so uh, there's a few that I enjoyed. Uh, one is called uh, with special guest Lauren Lapkus, <gasps> uh, which I've mentioned before on the podcast, uh, and it's uh, Lauren Lapkus, uh, who's a great character comedian, uh, and, and she plays the. It's her podcast, but she plays the guest on every podcast, and the guest plays the host. So the the actual podcast can change every week. The host brings their own kind of thing. It might be about community theatre one week. It might be about spiritual guides the next. It might be about woodwork the next. So the guest actually hosts the show and she plays the guest on the show. It's uh, often very funny. Um, and uh, yeah, so with special guest Lauren Lapkus is now, one of my Now, with faves. this tradition that we've got, um, should there be a protocol for if someone has something on their list that someone else has? Do you chime in then and go, yeah, that's on my list? Or do you just agree? And then when it comes to your turn, you go, I also had, just so it's clear we're not getting in each other's way. Shall we ch- chime in? Chime in? Chime in? Oh, that's two people in favour of chiming in. Right. <laughs> and then you, and may, maybe you can briefly mention it in your yeah, thing, yeah. Like, yeah, as, we, as I yeah. mentioned previously. Yeah. As my learned counterpart mentioned earlier. Um, Welcome to conversations that should have happened before the podcast. <laughs> We're going to stretch this one. <laughs> Everyone's hungover. Um, um, not us, but people listening to this. Yeah. It's New Year's Day. It's New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. Uh, I also love that podcast. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It's very I really good. like it. Uh, the Nerd Degree, uh, which is a quiz show that Rick and I guessed it on. We did. Uh, it's a, a nerdy quiz show from New Zealand, from Christchurch. Nice. Uh, it comes out once a, one, once a month, once every couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, it is uh, a, Do fun, research. a fun nerdy quiz show. Yeah. It just pops up and I'm happy to see it. I don't, yeah, know, yeah, if, yeah. I don't know how often it, it I've got no it sense done. of time. Uh, uh, no, but uh, fun stuff, often often very funny and uh, oftentimes very informative as well when they uh, delve into nerdy subjects that I'm not right the way across. Mm. Um, it, was f- it was fun to, um, to be a part of. Yeah. I really enjoyed uh, performing in, in Nerd Degree. Yeah. They're nice people. They are nice peeps. Uh, and and the, the last one that I have that yep. I find utterly hilarious is called Womp It Up. Yes. Uh, and it's uh, a Marissa Wampler, Womp a character gym. from... A character from um, uh, from Comedy Bang Bang that spun off into her own podcast. Uh, it's Lennon McCartney and, and uh, not Lennon McCartney. No, no it's like, the it's what's that? Sh- they were the songwriters Blank, from the yeah, Beatles. They were the songwriters from the Beatles. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the the uh, they had a TV show. What yeah, was the TV show called? Playing House. Playing is House. Their TV show, yeah. which is also very good. Uh, uh, but the character is. Um, Marissa Wampler, who's like a sixteen-year-old uh, kid uh, who needs um, who who needs like a, 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 a who's in a special program at school, yeah. and her teacher is there, and they've started this podcast as part of the special program. So uh, it's it's filthy, it's hilarious, uh, it's often it's full of energy uh, and uh, and great. So yeah, I think uh, Womp It Up is uh, a very good recommendation as well. One of my faves for the year. Nice. 
does. Carl. I, that's hilarious. That's that's definitely on my list. I yeah. think it's hilarious. And it's wrong and it sounds like they're improing most of it as well. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. maybe they've got point A to B, but everything in between, it just goes all over the place. And they have guests in as well. Yeah, they have they guests play in who from play the school yeah, or something. Yeah. Yes. So they've got this right. little kind of drama going on, uh, and it's, nice. yeah, it's just hilarious. It's womp it up, womp it up. Uh, well, they were on my list. So the only other one I've got is Lennon uh, Parnham and Jessica St. Clair. Not Lennon McCartney. No, Lennon Parnham. Len- Jessica, Jessica St. Saint Clair. Saint Clair. Yep. Yeah, that's a stage name. Okay, cool. Go. Uh, I've only got one to add to that. Uh, okay. The Tim Ferriss podcast. Um, oh, he Carl loves it. Oh, he he interviews. His idea is that he interviews people who are the best at what they do to mm. try and tease out the commonalities between those different things. Mm-hmm. So he'll interview. He might interview like Laird Hamilton, like yeah. champion big world big wave surfer yeah. uh, he's had Arnold Schwarzenegger on there uh, he has he might talk to like a venture capitalist yeah. um, and and they're it's just like really informative he's yeah. really enjoying life post in excess Tim Ferriss and that's what, <laughs> that's what <laughs> I like about it yeah 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 <laughs> uh, he was he was one of the lucky ones that got away from that band uh, so he he just has really cool people on there. And some of them aren't super interesting if you're not into venture capitalism, but there's always good bits in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then some are just like, you know, like he spoke to Alain de Botton about yep. philosophy and stuff. Yep. That was fucking great. Yeah. I loved it. So, yeah, I highly recommend that. And also, um, I probably said this last year as well, the Hardcore History one. Yeah. Which is just hours of... A subject. So he might talk about. So the most famous one is the Mongols one. Dig deep, and it goes for six episodes, and each episode is between two and three hours. Wow! But it only comes out like once every maybe four months or something. Like it's like a TV show. A lot of research you have to do. Oh yeah, it's massive research. It's edited. He doesn't want to go off half cocked. Yeah. It's like a TV show. Yeah. Like, like us, happy to, happy to talk for <laughs> hours on end. Yeah. Hours on end with nothing. So I can highly recommend that. It's, he's fucking awesome. Fantastic. So yeah, I'm done with that. It's me. It's easy to have long convers- long, like an hour-long conversation when 50% of your conversation is a conversation about how you should have the conversation. Yeah. yeah. It really yeah. fleshes things out. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and everyone at home is this clarity. It's great. <laughs> All right, RB. Oh, um, I've got one to add um, that I enjoyed quite a lot this year um, that I stumbled on. It's been around for ages. I know that, um, and it's called the Bugle. Um, and That's it's John Oliver. It's John right? Oliver's yeah. um, yep. podcast. Um, him and one of his friends. I, I'm, I'm, the name escapes me at the moment, um, and I'm sure that happens quite a lot. John Oliver and that other guy. Oh, yeah. Um, and I got into some. I got into the back catalogue um, a fair bit. Mm. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot more fun, I think, the earlier episodes. Um, I think as John Oliver's star started to rise, it became a lot harder for them to get together. Right. Um, a lot of their more recent episodes are like Skype. Like, oh, right. Like Skyped in. Right, yeah. right, right. So there's a bit of a disconnect yep. in, in the conversation, so they're not as cohesive. So I think, yeah, I think John Oliver's rise to fame has uh, impacted the podcast. Uh, they keep... Uh, they've been trying to keep it going, but the earlier I, the back catalogue was very entertaining, and and um, I got much much laughs out of it. It's just current affairs yep. dissected in a humorous way. Awesome. Um, but of course, when you listen to back catalogue, the be. affairs aren't so current. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, historical oh, affairs right. dissected <laughs> in a humorous way. John Oliver and Andy Zaltzman, the Zaltzmeister. Zaltzy. I think Andy Zaltz, Zaltzman was travelling. I think he came to the comedy festival, or he was around. Uh, one of the festivals. Right. I feel like he was around in, yeah. in Australia at some point. It's a good name. 
Yeah, Zoltzman. All right, so there's our uh, best of what we've enjoyed over the past years for Podcast Town. Uh, of course, uh, we'd be happy to hear from you on yeah. our Facebook page if there are things you've enjoyed uh, that we are not talking about and you'd like, you'd think that we would like. Please pop it up there uh, because you know we're a community, guys, and uh, you know we should be recommending things to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. two way. Not one way, two way. Two yeah. way. It's like a mirror. Two way. All right, let's go up to <laughs> books. Who's going to start with books? Books. Um, I'll be. Yeah, I can start with books. Um, what did I read this year that was good? Um, I've got to think. I, I read Tim, not Tim Brooke Taylor. Tim Ferguson. Tim Ferguson's Tim Ferguson's book. book. Yeah, Carry a Big Stick. Oh, uh, yeah. I think, uh, oh, yeah, I think yeah. it was called. It's just basically his biography. Um, I found that very um, enjoyable just because... Um, I guess I, I was a big fan of the Doug Anthony All-Stars yeah. and the big gig and all of that era of Australian comedy. And so getting a sort of the back behind-the-scenes insight into their rise and, um, and how they were approaching things um, and, um, and how it all came together was very interesting. And also just um, the, I guess, the struggles that he's been up against have also been interesting. Yeah. And, did, it, um, did it go into... Because you always used to hear rumours that they all hated each other, but that's the same with any group. Like, oh, that like, Lionel Woodley hated each other. The Beatles hated each other. Like, is there any of that in there? It doesn't. No, that doesn't. I mean, it. It says. I mean, it was a pretty hectic time, and they worked. What you get out of it is that they just worked like crazy. Like right. they yeah. just didn't stop. Right. Um. They tried to. They said yes to everything, and basically, you know, they didn't stop touring and yeah, yeah. gigging right. and, and, and doing shows. And they also, I think they partied really hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think they were just, yeah, were like, I think in Edinburgh, the stories of them in Edinburgh were sounded pretty awesome. And I think right. they just got up to crazy shit in, right. in Edinburgh because um, I was sort of famous for it, I guess. And, right, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so it sounded like a pretty hectic lifestyle. Yep. And um, it was a good book. I enjoyed that. Um, what else did I read? Uh, I can't think of it anymore. I should have right. thought about it earlier. For some reason, books books eluded me. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm struggling with books as well. I've got like I read a book and it's going to be sound weird, but it's by the people that made the software Basecamp, and it's basically you're just, our nonfiction king. It's just, well, that's pretty much what I read this year. Yeah, I guess mine was nonfiction too. Yeah, it's true. Wow, we're, we're on the facts kick. now. Yeah, uh, and it's basically this really short book about how to run your business, yep. and but it's really kind of enlightening. Because it's all about how they ran their business. Because now yep. in Silicon Valley and stuff, it's like you grow as quick as you can and you do yep. all this sort of stuff. And they're like, you don't need to do that. Like, why are you doing that? Um, so they've got 17 people that work for them. They work all around the world. They're this really good company. make lots of money. They've got a f- rabid fan base because of the way they work and all this sort of stuff. It was just a really interesting book saying cool. there's so much complication to profit sort of stuff happening in the world that you don't actually have to do that. But apart from other books, I've, just, it's, I've got like a read it later thing like on Pocket. Yeah. It's full of like thousands of articles that I've clipped and never read. So I'd, most of this year, I've just been going through and just reading articles. About oh, nice. Stuff. So yeah, not a lot of books, but well, I've got to get into some fiction. Gotta, yeah, I gotta, gotta yeah. do it. I am, I'm, I'm currently reading Berserk. What I, what I do read is, um, oh, the Rosie Effect. I, I read as well, which oh, is yeah. great because yeah. I think last year I probably mentioned the Rosie Project, yeah. and the sequel was the Rosie Effect. Uh, so I read, I read that, and it was excellent. They're, they're really good books if you haven't read the Rosie series. Yeah, feel good. It's an Australian author, um, and so there's a lot of, yeah, it's, there's a lot to like about it. So yeah. get on, get on the Rosie Effect. And I'm currently reading Berserk, which is um, a book by Michael Grant. Um, I'm reading that. It's 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 more. I read a lot of books because my my daughter, um, my 14 year old daughter, reads these books, and she's she um she says, "Dad, you got to read this book." So then I I read it because 
you know, I just want to stay connected to my yeah, children. Yeah, I want to I be able to have conversations idea. with them. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's just so that um, I don't lose lose touch with the youth of today. Nice. Um, but I will also Rick say, but that's, a lot, a, that's great parenting. A lot of, but a lot of the junior fiction, like that age, like teen fiction, yeah, um, adventure stuff. It's it's awesome stuff. Like that's yeah. the stuff that gets turned into those good films, yeah, like yeah. The Hunger Games, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and um, the Maze Runner and all that stuff. They're really good books. Yeah. They're good. They're good fun. Um, I guess. You don't get any cred when you're on the tram reading, yeah, yeah. reading, you know, Berserk or um, you can read or on a, your a, a iPad or something. Maze Runner. People yeah. are like, look at him reading the teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's an old dude. Um, but they're they're a fun read and yeah. um, and it gives you something to talk about to your teenagers about. And um, and then also when they get turned into movies, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see that film. Yeah, yeah. I've read the book and I can't wait to see how they turn it into a film. His nice. his dark materials, no, the dark Philip materials, yeah. Yeah, yeah, trilogy. They're like three of the best books I've ever read. I yeah. fucking love that yeah, story. Yeah, really. It's good like books. the antidote to Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, yep. which is full of religion. This is kind of... But they managed to but fuck that film right up. Oh, yeah. The fir- and then yeah. they didn't make any... They were supposed to make the trilogy and they didn't make any... Aren't they up. turning it into a TV series? Did oh, maybe. I think someone mentioned that to but me. But that first movie was like, I went and watched it because I love the book and yeah. I was like, this is shit. Yeah. And mer- I mean, of course, because I just read the book, you know, when the characters aren't the right characters yeah. and they've changed. There are characters that aren't in there and stuff that happened to this character is now happening to that character. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think terrible. I but think the word of awesome. it, the word of it is that it's going to get turned into a Game of Thrones style. That would be awesome. Um, thing. It's such a rich world that it needs yeah, that kind yeah. of time. And the kids in it are great. The two main kids. Yeah, like. yeah. Mm. Um, uh, what I have the opposite end of the spectrum. So this this year I I forked out for a Marvel Unlimited subscription. Oh, uh, which is kind of like your audios and your subscription music service, but for comics, for Marvel comics. Nice. So you pay ten bucks a month, twelve bucks a month. And you um, you get access to all of Marvel's library digitally, uh, and and the the catch is that it's six months behind what's in print. Yeah. So you're not reading everything that's completely up to date, but you've got years and years worth yeah, of stuff yeah. to do. So I wanted to read a particular Spider-Man story, but then at the start of that, I'd open to the first page and it says, "If you want the backstory to this, go to episode. Uh, go to this." Is that and, is that Marvel Unlimited telling you to do yeah, that? Yeah, I don't oh. know. It's just inside the comic, like in the front cover. Like right. often, it's got a little thing saying the backstory to this starts okay. in Spider-Man. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to read a particular Spider-Man story, which was the end of the Amazing Spider-Man, the end of Peter Parker. Right. Um, the P- Peter Parker Spider-Man. And so I, I've been reading like the last kind of. 40 comics of the amazing Spider-Man Peter Parker storyline. Right. Um, which has been really, really great and, yeah. and, and fantastic. And for a comic nerd, it's just so good to be able to go, oh, yeah, because normally you open and you go, oh, well, I, I can't get those comics, so yeah. I won't do it. And uh, and they also have that thing where you press on your screen and it, it selects the frame for you. So Woo! it kind of guides you through it. So um, modern. Yeah. yeah it, I think there's a free trial. If anyone's interested in, in reading comics uh, uh, digitally, it's a great way to do it on that Marvel Unlimited I'm getting it for app. Christmas. Yeah. Woo! It's fantastic. Yeah, I um, so I've been reading the end of Peter Parker in the Spider-Man's uh, uh, right up to through to Spider-Man Seven Hundred, and um, it's fucking great. I love yeah. it. Uh, 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 the great win, uh, the great Zoo of China was gra- a great reel. Fun, fun. Matthew Riley action, yeah. stuff, and, and a couple of books I've read this year that I've enjoyed have been thinly veiled. Uh, rip-offs of other books, right. but very entertaining. Yeah, like the uh, the, the Great Jewels of China obviously is a, a, a rip-off of Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Oh yeah, I read that. As well. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. but it's with dra- it's with dragons. With dragons. Okay, know. yeah, uh, and so it's but it's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and uh, uh, then then there's Armada, and uh, I think I mentioned Ready Player One in previous podcasts. Uh, which isn't was that a, the name of your new show? Oh no, that's, uh, that's two up. Two up. Two yeah. up. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, and so uh, yeah, Re- uh, Ready Player One is like uh, by Ernest Klein was about a video game treasure hunt mm-hmm. um, a vir- in a virtual world, which was awesome. Uh, and the same author just released a new book this year called Armada. And the premise of that book is the Last Starfighter, basically. Yeah. Someone's super <laughs> awesome. good at someone's super good at arcade games and uh, and gets recruited, gets recruited yep. to fly drones against aliens. Um, and so that was uh, I'm Death reading that boom. currently. Uh, Death and Blossom. It's fine. Death Blossom. Yeah. And uh, also I read uh, a Mur- new Murakami book. Well, it's new for English. It's actually a compilation of his first two novels. Right. Um, so, um, uh, like A Leaf in the Wind or something like that and Pinball 1979 are two kind of novellas that were his very first novels ever. Right. But it's the first time they've been trans uh, translated into English and they were fun. And nice. beautiful and lovely. So that's my bookie things that I like to read this year. Uh, in terms of keeping up with your kids and reading books, um, I've, I've read a lot of the tree story books to Alexander. Like uh, the tree Andy. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 13 story, 26, yep. 39, 50 something, 65. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, Andrew Dent. No, not no, Andrew, Andrew Denton. Denton. Terry, Terry, Terry Denton, Denton and, and Andy Griffith. Yeah, yeah. Griffiths. So they're just crazy, ridiculous books. Yeah, that but, are awesome. uh, but they were the best-selling books in Australia. The best-selling Australian books this year in really? Australia. Yeah, wow. uh, by far. And you know what the second ones were? Huh. Coloring books. Wow, wow. Like mindfulness books. Mindfulness coloring. Mindfulness <laughs> coloring books take up almost. Uh, half of the top ten books for this year. Wow! Like it's insane in in the list. I was because I because we were doing this. Uh, I was looking at what uh, top ten lists were like sales wise. Yep. And um, yeah, the Treehouse books are fucking slamming it. Uh, understandably so. They're heaps of fun. Yeah. Can't wait for Joc- the op shop bookstores to be full of mindfulness, like half done <laughs> yeah. mindfulness <laughs> coloring. Half done. It's still good. It's still good. There's still some coloring to be done. Uh, but yeah, and the and the top book sales are all fucking coloring books. Wow. For for 2015, how many people do you think were going to act stoked on Christmas Day? Uh, that's gone. It's already gone, guys. How many people do you think oh, yeah, acted right. stoked yeah. on Christmas Day when um, when they got mindfulness coloring books? Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you gifted a mindfulness coloring book to someone, shame on you. Do you know what? Everyone receiving one, that person that's giving it is re-giving it. Like it's a re-gift. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, happy yeah. birthday and they're like, well, oh, we're going to this person for Christmas. Yeah, what can we give Jane? I don't know. Give her that. You yeah. don't want it. All right. <laughs> That's how much they care about you. They're all just... It's pre- if you've got a mindfulness colouring book for any reason over the Christmas period, you need to have a long, hard look at that relationship. Now, the, on the flip side, the, the, the alternative to the mindfulness colouring is something I saw in your house, is the in-depth dot-to-dot. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's So there's crazy. these new dot-to-dot books that have very complicated, 1, very long... 1,000 dots on each 1, page. 1,000 dots, and wow. it creates quite a... It's like a, almost like a sketch. Yeah, there. yeah. Um... So that's like the next step. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like that'd be more satisfying. Oh, my kids are mad for it. Yeah. Really? My kids They're are mad it. for it. They've sorted out all the other books. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's it, it, and, and they love the pictures it makes at the end. It's good. Uh, and then you could colour that in if you wanted to. Yeah, you could. Yeah. In, in whichever way you choose. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, songs, albums. Songs, albums. So, all right. So let's go to albums first and Carl? then the song. Me first? Yeah. Uh, Kick it off, Carl. My 2015 with a bullet. All right. Uh, I'm just trying to find my list. Oh, Here there we it go. is. My favorite album of the year was um, by a band called Johnny Foreigner. That Johnny Foreigner. Discovered on audio. Isn't he the bad guy in uh, Karate Kid? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the album's called Sweep the Leg. 
Smoke uh, leg. No, and the album's called We Waited Up Until Light or something. Uh, it's just, it sounds like it's an English band, English kind of rock kind of thing, but it also it has the girl and the guy overlapping singing. Oh, I love that. All oh, right. Mates of State. Uh, but it's kind of fast and loud, uh, and she screams really well. Like a good scream. Oh, you like, you like, like your music it. primal. Yeah, oh, I do. do. I love it. It's got great. And it's fast and noisy and um. But it's also at some points it sounds exactly like Pavement, which are one of my favourite bands. Yeah. Yep. And at other points it sounds exactly like Arches of Lope, which are another one oh, of my favourite bands. Nice. In the same band. Wow. Influenced. Oh, it's my car band. Like when I'm okay, like, yeah. it's just me and this music now. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking crank it, and I'm gonna sing so loud. And when I pull up at the lights, I kind of pretend I'm itching my nose so people can't see my mouth moving because <laughs> I'm like fucking belting that song out. I'm just, just yeah. Just own it, man. Nice. Don't so that's that's your favourite album. Is your favourite song from that album or is it a different thing? Oh, there's... Oh, I love all those songs in that album. Yeah, yeah. I, my favourite song of the year, I would say, is a very old song right from the 90s called I'm The One, which is by a band called The Descendants, which is just like a skate punk band. Yeah. And it's just... It's like, you know, the kind of... Ner- you know, like... Um, Ducky in Pretty in Pink. Yep. It's just songs about guys like that right. from those movies, which I imagine that you guys, because I was, I was like that guy. You yeah. know, I wasn't, the, I wasn't the crazy awesome sports guy. I was, Weren't you? you know, I mean, You're I was good at sports. Pretty awesome sports yeah, guy. I didn't, I didn't start puberty until I was 16. Yeah, all right. So I was pretty small. <laughs> yeah. I was a pretty small guy. And then I hit puberty and suddenly I was like, oh my God, sports awesome. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but up until that point, I was like the girl's friend and, you know, I was the funny guy and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So this song is about that. Like, it's like, you know, I'm the one. I've been here with you all along and I've been hanging around and you're the, I'm the shoulder you'll be crying on and stuff. But it's like a two-minute punk, hardcore, loud song. Right. That's my favorite song. Uh, nice. Some other albums that I liked, the Bleachers album, which yeah. I don't know if people have got it's on It's on there. my list, yeah. Both, yeah, yeah, both yeah, versions. Yeah, both versions. Yeah. yeah. Corkers. Um, and, oh, and just... I've been going through like Kid Cudi albums, which okay. are just, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's just great sounds. Yeah. And then he does those kind of concept space albums as well. And then he's just released a new album, which is just like nothing like any, it's not even like rap. It's like grungy, loud, kind of weird rock sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of listened and was like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'll, go. Oh, I'll man, trust you. I'll give this another go. <laughs> so yeah, they're my top. But yeah, Johnny Foreigner for sure. Johnny Foreigner. Johnny and and I'm not, I haven't listened to Get heaps of music because I'm mainly listening to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I've been really in a podcast have been my listening thing yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Johnny Foreigner, and if you like it kind of loud and kind of sexy, yeah. people overlapping with their singing. <laughs> <laughs> and if, also, if you're not into lyrics, I don't know if their lyrics are great. I realize that I'm into the music of bands. Yeah, right, like right, right, sometimes yeah. listening to lyrics, it's like, whatever. But whatever. other people are like, yeah. <laughs> 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 talking about ninjas. I'll <laughs> be. <laughs> Um, ah, albums. Um, I just had one in my mind and I completely forgot it. Oh, no, I, I got into this year, I listened to a fair bit of uh, The Wombats. The Wombats. Oh, yeah. They're an yep. English band yep. and they were great. Can um, I just interrupt and say Johnny Foner is not dissimilar to Wombats in terms of that style. That Brit rock, yeah, whatever yeah. you call it, yeah, garage yeah. rock or whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. yeah son, kind of like that. Yeah, Wombats are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Are. yeah nice I like the Wombats. I also got into, belatedly, I got into Birds of Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Or an Aussie band. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aussie band. Um, they were good. I also got on to Court a Ghost, which is an American... Court? Court a Ghost. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, their album, I can't remember what it's called. It's on my audio. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my audio. It's not on my audio anymore. <laughs> Audio's <laughs> dead. <laughs> um but uh, Caught a Ghost were good. Um, honorable mentions again to uh, look to Taylor, Taylor Swift. 
her 1989 album. It did come out in 2014, but I, I feel like 2015, I spent a lot of time listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, my kids um, still Loved mad it. for her. Yeah. And um, I don't mind. And whenever her songs come on, I'm like, no, oh, it's T-Swizzle. Um, T-Swizzle. Yeah. Happy, I, that, ha- happy to hear. Happy that to Shake hear. It Off song is awesome. Oh, I love every, that song. That, that album... Heard. Is a that album hit is, factory. Well, it's pretty much all hits. Uh, there's yeah. probably maybe three songs off the entire album that she has not released yeah. as a single. Oh, yeah. really? Like it's uh, by now they're yeah. almost all singles on that album. Wow, and, it's um, insane. And Ryan Adams, as as um, who? Brian Adams? No, Ryan <laughs> Adams. Oh, sorry, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Adams. Adams. He's, I think if you look in Wikipedia, he's the only one mentioned in, in Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, Ryan Adams. Okay, yep. Um, he he did a cover, a complete cover of 1989. He did. Like oh, song right. for song. Oh, yeah. really? Um, in his own sort of warbling styles. Yep. Um, and that was quite good as well. It was like it was nice to hear the album reimagined. Did Taylor Swift sue him? No, nah, they were in it together. They were in cahoots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. She's because I mean she's pretty. She's pretty litigious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. She tried to trademark 1989, the year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Could yeah. Just, you can't just trademark a, a year. Might have just been an overenthusiastic lawyer. Yeah. Or someone trying to get a headline, which yeah. they achieved. Yeah, they should. Um, yeah, so that were the albums I, that I can think of that um, caught my fancy. Yeah, uh, probably favorite song. It's very poppy. Um, the the song that gave me the most joy, I reckon, uh, was "Downtown" by Macklemore. Ah, it's it's a very poppy song that's just come out. Yep. Um, yeah, but when I first heard it. I was enamoured. Yeah. Uh, actually, the first time I heard it, I, I told the kids to turn it off because I was in a bad mood, and the kids were. I was only half listening to it, and um, and I could just hear a bit of noise in the background, and uh, I think I was frazzled that day, and I said, "Turn that music off." And so they're all like, "Oh, Dad hates Downtown by oh, now." No. Dad hates it. And then about <laughs> about three weeks later, I heard it on the radio, and the kids get in the car, and I go, "Kids." Have you heard Downtown by Macklemore? And they're like, what? You hate that song. I'm like, what? I've never heard the song before. And they go, yeah, you told us to turn it off. Like, so there's been this ongoing uh, thing about how I hated it and then I loved it. Right, right. Um, cool. But yeah, yeah, it's like a journey, um, yep. Macklemore's Downtown. And um, nice. it makes me feel good every time I hear it. Narrative song is awesome. Yeah. If it's got a story, if it's got like a narrative to it, so it doesn't good. really have a. Um, I wouldn't say it's got a narrative, but musically it takes you on a journey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That it takes too. you on. A, takes you on a musical journey. And mm. there's not much better than a finely crafted pop song. Like there's some of you know. Yeah. We're not like you know when you go to a party in 20 years and you play a song from back yeah. then. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be Johnny Foreigner. No. <laughs> it's going to be Shake It Off. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, my my song is super poppy as well, and the reason why I ch- chose this particular song is there were many a night out in, in the past twelve months where this just fucking got everyone in such a good mood and up and dancing and happy times, and it was uh, Uptown Funk oh, by yes. uh, by. Uh, uh, so uh, I had Downtown, you got Uptown. Yeah, I got Uptown Funk. I don't have, what's that song? You uh, need Uptown Funk. You know, you need Uptown Funk. Surely you have. How does what? it go? Uh, Maybe uptown Funk you up. Uptown Funk's got a big horn section in it. Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson. Yeah. It's like the hit of 2015, Carl. Never heard Get it. your head out of the sand. <laughs> Off down funk, Carl. I don't, I don't have kids. <laughs> I mean, I've got a five-year-old boy. Do you, do you live on the planet Earth? Have so you mostly. been? <laughs> you don't go out dancing at all? Just, no, you know, not dance with people you in listen, a dark room? Do you listen to the radio? No, I don't. Oh, Carl. I don't think I rarely listen. I, no, I have haven't been listened in a, to the radio. in a supermarket? 
Yeah. Sure. It, you would have heard it. You would have been dancing down the aisles. <laughs> really? It's oh impossible not to dance to. I've got homework. <laughs> I love a dance. Um, um, so, yeah, that song, uh, uh, you know, if it comes on uh, late at night in a club or after a gig yeah. or something like that, oh, it's, 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 a, it's, a it, it's, a, it's a banger and it was uh, it's fantastic. So that's my favourite song of the year. Like, if it comes wow. on, I'm super happy to hear it. It's all, always makes me happy and makes me dance. Uh, my favourite album of the year is a Josh Pike album. Uh, the album for this year uh, It's called But For All These Shrinking Hearts <laughs> I thought you were going to say, say something but, different But it's called Butts, 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 Butts <laughs> um, <laughs> It's called But For All These Shrinking Hearts it, uh, Josh Pike is one of my favourites full stop um, And uh, it, he's whimsical, he's folky uh, He's my He's the person I listen to when I'm on planes. If he has kids, oh. he, if he has go. kids, he can call them pikelets. <laughs> pikelets. He'd be so happy with himself. Nice. Um, uh, uh, but those albums, uh, particularly this one this year, has been my sanctuary on planes when I've been cranky, which like, is often, uh, often, all the time. According and, and to it's, you, it's it's like the it's it was one of those albums in that stint where I was traveling a whole bunch that I could only listen to, and I couldn't listen to anything else. Like it was these twelve songs, and wow. I tried to listen to other things, and I, it wouldn't happen. Um, so that was my album of the year. It's comforting. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, it's gentle, it's folky. I'm I'm like the opposite of you, McConnell, when it comes to <laughs> stuff to listen to. I like stuff where, that's uh, l- lyrical, and uh, and you know the music it can be sweet as well. But you know I, I feel like Josh Pike uh, is is he's like the Daniel Kitson. Uh, you know he's he's got this whimsy to his lyrics right. and uh, and and it a, connects a whimsy, with me a melancholic whimsy yeah yeah uh, so yeah so that's my favorite album for this year as well sweet nice um, all right what are we up to next TV 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 I went first someone else go first uh, I'll be you go because yeah. you just finished yeah um, TV um, uh, the shows that I uh, Really got swept away with this year. Uh, probably at the start of the year, it was all Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. That was awesome. Uh, it was a revolution. And that really ushered in Netflix. Made you feel like Netflix was worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they it launched in Australia launch with, with yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Um, so, and then I got addicted to a show called Suits, <laughs> which was just basically a law drama, but set up in a way that I couldn't resist. It was like a feel-good sports flick. Yeah. The, the premise is there's an there's a incredibly smart guy, I guess, um, Goodwill Hunting style. Yep. Like, he's very smart, but mm-hmm. does, has never realised his potential because he's a bit of a stoner. Yep. Um, and he's made bad... He got, I think he couldn't go to law school because he got caught um, doing the test for someone else. Someone paid him to take their test right, for right. him ah. and he got caught because they knew he'd get good marks. Yep. So he, he, couldn't, he couldn't end up going to law school. Um, anyway, he's on the run from a drug deal gone bad and he has to hide. Uh, he hides in, in this hotel and he walks into a room where they're, um, they're interviewing for lawyers. This, this smooth-talking lawyer guy needs an, uh, like an apprentice yeah. um, and he hates all the Harvard people. He's got to hire someone from Harvard. That's the rules. Right. right. Um, and so he, this guy sneaks into the room uh, pretends he's a Harvard guy. Uh, they chat, and um, you know he he outlaws him because he's he's got like a photographic memory, right? Ah. Uh, so he's memorized all the law books, and so he challenges him. You know, open any page, I'll tell you what's on there. Uh, wow. He gets a job. Yeah. That's the premise of the show. Nice. I can't resist that sort of shit. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's this ongoing thing where if it's ever discovered that he never went to Harvard, he's going to lose his job. Yeah. Blah blah, and it's 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 good cool. stuff. 
Nice. Uh, so I loved Suits. I also got addicted uh, again on the Feel Good Sports Flick front uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I've yeah. talked about this many times right on the podcast. Yeah. I pretty much chewed through five seasons in about a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is no, it wasn't a week. It was, uh, it was over. A, it helped me decompress from, um, I think when I got back from Italy right. uh, and I was all jet lagged, I'd spent a lot of time just, uh, what am I going to do now? I'm work, just going to yeah, watch yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, so... And I loved I loved the show. It was it was very good. All five seasons were worthwhile. Um, if you if you like if you like feel good sports flicks, you will like this show. Each yeah. episode is pretty much a yeah. feel good sports flick. And up, just when you insane. think as it's starting to get tired, you think ah. Oh, they they find ways to reinvigorate it, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm reinvested. Nice. <laughs> uh, so that was that was great, and of course, um, Daredevil and Jessica Jones were yeah. worthwhile Marvel endeavors. Nice. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much that, that sums me up for 2015. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tag on to your Daredevil there because. For me, Daredevil's a character I love. Like I've yeah, loved yeah. for a long time. I've read all the comics, the Kevin Smith run, the the um, the uh, of course the Frank Miller stuff. Uh, he was one of my characters, a beloved characters for a long time. So when I heard that it was uh, going to be a Netflix thing, and given the time that it needs, like I'm even uh, a kind of Daredevil fan that will excuse the Ben the Ben Affleck movie <laughs> just because it's Daredevil on screen, you right, know. Yeah, yeah. And there was a director's cut. That, that that made it okay to watch, kind of like the anti-cheese Star Wars one um, that, that, that didn't uh, suffer at the hands of the studio. Um, but so I was I was super ready for Daredevil and it didn't disappoint. It was really great. It was shot so well. Uh. The, the, it looked like a comic book um, and the, the acting was amazing. And uh, we've spoken before about how uh, Wilson Fisk is so... Yeah. Like you, you feel, it's oh. such an empathetic villain. Like you feel as much for him as you do for a, any of the other characters, and I think that's a masterstroke in any uh, uh, storytelling. Yeah. Uh, is is when you feel you know he's not there just to antagonize um, the the hero. He's there to uh, to you know flesh out the world and the story. He's trying to do just as much good in his own way, kind of like the Joker, you know. Um, so yeah, he was um, he was amazing, and I really really enjoyed that show. Uh, still on when I had pneumonia, uh, I finished uh, uh, Breaking Bad, which oh, I I'd, yes. I'd watched. I'd watched the first uh, three seasons, and then for some reason I just I didn't have them on my laptop. Uh, so when I was traveling, I couldn't engage in them. Uh, but then uh, w- when I had pneumonia, I signed up uh, to Stan. I think it was on Stan, and I started watching again. So I watched the last two seasons of, of Breaking Bad, and I know I'm super late to this party, um, but it was amazing. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm also there. Yeah. Not as late as me. I haven't even started it. Still, still, like, just one of the best things ever, full stop. Yeah. Uh, cross, cross the T's, dot the I's. Like, it was that's almost it. perfect television. Yeah, it was, it, it was so fucking good. And I was lucky enough to, at that point when I watched it, Better Call Saul, the entire first season had just um, landed as well. Yep. So I flowed into that and that was a really great way to come out of Breaking Bad. So new music yeah. drops... And new television lands. Lands. Ah, nice. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so Better Call Saul, I, I really, really enjoyed uh, as well. Uh, it was a slower affair. It was a very different tone, but uh, welcomed. And uh, and the other thing that I 
enjoyed so much this year was Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so silly and so it just rejoiced in stupidity, and, and but not in the Adam Sandler kind of way, you yeah. know, in, in a kind of smart way, in a fun way. Everyone really looked like they were having a good time. But it was almost like in an impro way. Like yeah. The fun you're having in an impro show. Yeah. That was kind of the fun they were doing in that show. It was yeah. Like so I really, really enjoyed that. that. That gave me so much pleasure. So there, Do you know there, what was weird about watching that? Because I watched the movie yeah. and then I went straight into the first episode, yeah. which is 10 years later. Yeah. And just that the famous people, the people that went on and became really famous look exactly the same. Yeah. And all the people that were from whatever group that was yeah. that didn't kind of go on to have fame have aged. Yeah. They're, you know, they're bald, they're overweight, they're whatever they are. Like they've all completely changed. Yeah. But, you know, Brad Cooper looks like Brad Cooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah. It's like there must be, you just must get so much little treatments and things like that when yeah, you're a yeah. movie star. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a great, it's a great show. Your sir? Uh, me, I'm going to just echo a lot of those. Uh, Daredevil again. Yeah. Fisk just, I just like, and at the end where he just realizes. It's like he understands who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I won't say any more than that. Um, Jessica Jones, which I've just started, but again, is great. And I've read the first few comics of that like 15 years ago. And so all that kind of color palette at the start and all that, that's in the comics. And it's lifted directly from the comics. So that's really cool. Uh, Parks and Rec, which finished, which just... You caught up on during yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'd, I've been kind of tagging along, but just a bit behind each time so we could just binge it. Uh, and the last season, they just did incredibly well, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, and Orphan Black, which are fucking Oh, wild. I haven't got around to that yet. Oh, it's on Netflix. Totally watch it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Orphan Black is just... It's one of those shows where they just keep stretching it and it's like, oh, they've fucked it. And it's like, oh, no. No, <laughs> fucked it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Good, good work. Keep nice. going. Uh, so that's really cool. And also, I can't remember if I saw Mad Men this this year, the, the last season. But you still love it. Still love it. Yeah, Recommend well, and, it. It's, and it's also the the second half hasn't come out on Netflix yet. It was yeah. the last season, so I'm I'm at the point now. If it doesn't come out soon, I'm just going to download it because <gasps> legally, Mad legally one of my download it. Yeah. Favorite shows ever. Asterix. Nice. Uh, yeah. I forgot to add. Um, Aziz Ansari's show, oh, yeah. Master of None. Yeah. Um, I've almost finished the, the yeah. first season that's on um, whatever it's on. Mm. And uh, it's it gets each episode, I just love yeah. it more. I yeah. love it more. Awesome. Um, I love his character. He's just so yeah. likable. It's very Louis, but it's very Louis, yeah, but, but he's just charming. He's, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I highly recommend Master of None. Yep. Nice. It's uh, a lot of interesting subjects. All right. Uh, games. Games. I'm out. Well, do you, do you we, not play anything on your phone regularly, semi-regularly? iOS oh, games. Yeah, I, I got one app that I can mention. What do you think? Oh, my, my app, uh, it's an only bit of goodie, uh, but it's come back in a big way, Tetris. 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 There's, a, there's a Tetris app. All the kids are playing it. Um, I've been playing it, and uh, it never gets old, Tetris. Nice. You cannot go wrong Perfect. with uh, fitting those shapes in those holes. There's something it humanly satisfying yeah. about making things fit. It does great things to your brain, Tetris. Yeah. 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 Getting rewarded. <laughs> for order in yeah. the chaos uh, and that's it for me there's uh, a bunch of AAA games came out this year uh, but for me the, the the ones I enjoyed playing the most were uh, uh, Gotham Knight Batman uh, oh I haven't played that uh, Arkham Knight sorry yep Arkham Knight uh, which is number three in the Batman uh, series, Arkham series. It was great. It I like made... to imagine it's like Lancelot comes into the future, <laughs> lands in Gotham. It's uh, a, yeah. 
a, a stunningly rendered game. It, it's a narrative is the like one of the best Batman stories I've experienced. Yeah, and that's why I think it's one of my favorite games because the narrative and also it makes you feel like fucking Batman when you're playing it. <laughs> that's and cool. so you know they, they I think you know they didn't miss a beat. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm enjoying Star Wars Battlefront because I get to run around and go. It's a shooting game where you literally run out onto into the great battles of Star Wars and yeah. and just go. Pew, 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 pew. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's... I've read mixed reviews on that. Like, some people love it and some people go, this is like half a game. It's like, it's a very light game. Like, right. there's there's not, in terms of hardcore gamers and stuff, okay. which our audience may not be, so I won't get into it. But I find it enjoyable because it's like, it's like 10-year-old me just going out going, pew, 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 <laughs> which is absolutely fine. I don't yeah, want yeah, any yeah. more out of it, you know? Yeah. I get to... Ride a speeder bike every once in a while. I get to be Darth Vader every once in a while. And you don't need a pilot's license to pilot a craft. Yeah. and like in, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's my favorite. And also, just recently, and I've sunk about 14 hours into this game so far, I picked up a game from my Nintendo DS yeah. called Yokai Watch, Ooh. which is about, cap- it's like Pokemon, but not. It's a new thing about capturing spirits, like cheeky Jap- Japanese spirits. Yep. Um, but it's like Pokemon. The best kind of spirits. And then you uh, battle them <laughs> against each other, but I just can't get enough of it. So. <laughs> So they're my three uh, games for the year. Awesome. My games are Witcher 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Just an awesome story. And it's like an RPG, so you've got to go do quests and things. But even the side quests often tie into the main quest. Yeah, yeah. Or you can't It's do... holistic. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, really... It and it's, it's rated R. Like, it's hardcore. Like, oh, it's Carl violent. Carl the story's very adult. Um, and I just, but I haven't finished it because it's such a huge it's game. It's huge. It's massive. So yeah. that, that's an awesome game. And the graphics in that are amazing. Um, Hardline, which is by the same people that made the Star Wars game. Yeah. So that's like a first person shooter game, which was the best and yet worst game I've ever played. <laughs> I've never torn my hair out so badly. And it had so many problems. But it was, when it worked, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, and what's my last one? Where's FIFA. My you have to gone? say FIFA. Oh, yeah, surely. FIFA. FIFA 16. I haven't played a soccer game for about 10 years and I haven't played a FIFA game for probably about 15 years so I I jumped back in on EA because it was free on EA Access played 15 and I was like this is pretty cool and then it was like 16's coming out and I was like fuck it I'm getting 16 so I got it and that's all I've been playing that for you played about five games I reckon in that time I'm just moving my way up through the ranks (laughs) you play against other people you buy and sell players on a market. Oh, it's just That's, like it's Carl Heaven. It's Carl Crack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's great. finally, movies. Now, uh, I'm going to take a risk here, guys. Yeah. Because I, I haven't seen an awful lot at the cinema this year. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I, and the things I have have been big, dumb cinema films. Yeah. Um, I've seen other movies, uh, and also that we, we've been watching. How about this shit films as well? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and so, because uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of TV and stuff like that, uh, I haven't seen a whole bunch of movies. Uh, I'm going to see when we record. Pardon this when we when we're recording this. Uh, I'm about to see Star Wars tomorrow, right? In the morning. Okay. I'm going to say that Star Wars is going to be my favorite film of the year, <laughs> even if it's uh, not great. Just to be back in that universe, yeah. I've been looking forward to it for so long. Yep. To be back there, yeah. to be loving it. To feel the warm embrace of pupils and lasers and the Millennium and f- Falcon and, and first, Han Solo. first tentative responses that have emerged tend to suggest that you're going that to have a okay. good time. It's, yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm going to go out on a limb saying, without even having seen it, Star Wars is going to be my favourite film of the year. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I guess um, the other one that really made an impact for most people, 
It was Mad Max. Ah, uh, yeah, that was, that was Fury a good Road. One. Yep, that was great. Carl probably hasn't even seen it yet. I haven't, no. No, no. I missed out. I mate. missed it at the movies for some reason. Yeah. That was fantastic. Ah, uh, so yeah, Mad yeah, Max yeah. was a big film in 2015. Yeah. People um, enjoyed Oddball. it. Oddball, of course. Oddball. <laughs> Oddball. Oh, oh, yeah. Scare yeah. Campaign. Um, the Scare Campaign premiere was a cracker. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Movies? Um, yeah, I feel like there was... Oh, I know there was Mad Max. Yeah. Um, what else have I seen? Oh, again, on the on the the theme of the teen teen books, I found that teen books turned into movies are, are some of the best films being made. Right. Yeah? Um, the Hunger Games series is awesome. Is it? Oh, I, I have fucking to watch love that. the Hunger Games season uh, series. And I saw the final episode um, not long ago. Uh, mid mid December, and yep. um, it was excellent. It was yep. excellent. I, I haven't read the books, yeah. um, but the movies were great. Katniss Everdeen is an excellent character, and um, yeah. and just cool shit happens in that series. Nice. And um, I happened on a trip to um, earlier in the year to Coffs Harbour. On the way up in the plane, uh, one of the options to watch was Maze Runner, yeah. Uh, yeah. which I'd never seen. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read the book, um, so I watched that, and it was all right. It was it was it was okay. It was just uh, I didn't think it was as good as some of the other yeah, yeah. Uh, ad- yep. adaptations, but it was it was a, it was a fine enough film. Um, but then when I got to Coffs Harbour, I had a chance to go to the cinemas, and the sequel was on at the cinemas: um, Maze Runner Two, Scorch, yeah. Scorch Trials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, oh well, I've just seen Maze Runner. I might as well see the sequel. Yeah. So I went and saw that. I was it was streets ahead of the first oh, one. Really? I thought it was um the the story the story was a lot more uh, sprawling. Uh, like a lot more happened because yeah. it wasn't just confined in the maze. So they're yeah. in the larger world, and um cool shit happened in it. And um I I had a thoroughly good time. Nice uh, watching that. So I recommend uh, any of those any of those um, teeny adaptations are well worth your your Hollywood buck. Yeah. And um I mentioned this probably a couple of weeks ago um that I saw Creed and that's that's up there. Yeah, up there for this year. That's nice. up there as a as as a favourite cinematic experience in 2015. Yeah. Get your get your creed on. Yeah, I have to agree on. with Fury Road as well. I'm on there, Carl. Bring uh, again, I haven't I haven't seen a lot of movies this year. So was Guardians of the Galaxy this year? No, I that think was, that was the year before. But you no, may have only okay. seen it this no, year. I saw it with you. I uh, think. Yeah, that was that was last. Yeah, I think year. Okay. I got to mention in last year's list. Yeah. All right. Uh, I really liked Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man uh, was, was cool. Um. And again, those those kind of movies that you want to have to say because for credibility reasons are now television. Yeah. So it's like, well, I watched this show because it's you know they don't make films like that anymore. It's just TV. So I don't have any. Oh, it's yeah. just like those kind of movies. Oh, and the the I, I know it didn't come out this year, but I saw it this year, which was the last, the second last James Bond film, not Spectre. The one Skyfall. before that, Skyfall. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah, oh, it was right good. Enough. Just a really, I like those new. I like the Daniel Craig ones. They've 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 done really well. They're not for so. everyone, but a lot of people like them. Did you yeah. see? Spectre? No, but it's on. It's still on in my cinema. So while everyone's seeing Star Wars, I might go see that because there'll be <laughs> yeah. fuck all people yeah, there. Yeah, there'll be no one there. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'll go see uh, Spectre, and I also think because that's probably his last one. Uh, that like you're doing the Star Wars thing, I yeah. reckon that'll be on my list as well, just because it's the wrapping up and yeah, it's uh, yeah, I like it, and I like how they're actually playing James Bond as a fucking. He's a bit mental and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, like he's got issues and. Yeah. Uh, and the movie that I really wanted to see but haven't got around to seeing yet, I'm waiting for it to appear on one of my streaming services, yeah. is uh, Trainwreck with uh, Amy, oh, yeah. Amy Schumer. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 2015 was the year of Schumer. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. just exploded yeah. into the scene yeah. and uh, made a huge impact. And um, yeah, I'd be keen to see Trainwreck, but it just hasn't appeared on any of my um, any of my streaming. I missed it at the movies and I'm just waiting now. Waiting patiently. Didn't didn't squeeze it into 2015, but feel like I probably would have liked it if I had. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on New Year's Day. You know what? I think this is a perfect 
Hangover podcast. Yeah, yeah. Why it's a gentle you? conversation. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's interesting. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be uh, putting out our reviews of, uh, we'll be talking about The Ridiculous Six uh, coming up in January. A reminder for January, we'll be releasing podcasts. Uh, podcasts? Podcasts. Thanks, Michael Bay. It's Michael Bay. Michael Bay's here. We'll be releasing podcasts every two weeks during January uh, because we'll all be traveling and apart and things like that. Those podcasts will contain our review of the Ridiculous Six uh, and also our Reflections uh, oh, episode. Re- reflections. Yeah, Reflections. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll talk to you uh, over the course of the month for uh, a couple of times over the course of the next month and we'll be back on deck Hardcore Weekly uh, come February. Hey, thanks for joining us for, for 2015 and we hope that you stick with us for 2016. Tell a friend and uh, review us on iTunes. Hey guys, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Bria Baker. Happy New Year, Bria. Happy New Year, Bria. Bye.